It's time for Rama for today. Listen carefully tonight, because t- tonight God wants to share the Word with you. You might think, what in the world has God got to say? Well, God's Word is a very good Word. He shared this Word with us over 2,000 years ago. Look at what the Gospel of John says. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Drop down to verse 1, verse 14, that first chapter of John. The Word came, the Word became a human being, full of grace and truth, and lived among us. We saw His glory, the glory which He received as the Father's only Son. Here we find the real meaning of Christmas. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We are so glad you're here. Today we want to take you right into a message from our Christmas Eve service. But before we do that, we ask God to bless you, your family and friends with a wonderful Christmas time, even in the midst of a different time in all of our lives. God is faithful and we thank Him for His Son, Jesus. Now, let's go to the message. You know, I kind of always tell this story for those of you that um, are not, uh, haven't been to a candlelight service before. But I love to read the Christmas story because it brings back memories to me of when I was four years of age. That's been just a little while ago. (laughs) But I had a precious aunt who loved uh, to help children learn the Word of God. So when I was four years of age, she said to me, Lynette, we're having a Christmas program at the church, and I want you to recite the Christmas story. So week after week after week, I went to her house on the weekend, and she taught me the Christmas story, and that year, I recited it by memory. I don't think I can recite that by memory tonight, but I am going to read the story that she taught me. And the story is uh, from Luke as well as Matthew. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. 
When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people." For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. On that night, God said, I have a word to share with you. Have you ever had anybody say, hey, I want to have a word with you? How did it make you feel? Probably depended a lot on the tone of their voice. Even if it was pleasant, you still wondered what was going on. When someone says that to me, I wonder if they're getting ready to resign. If it's a friend, you wonder what in the world are they going to say. Tonight is Christmas Eve. We've all come to remember Christ coming to earth. We're looking forward to tomorrow. Gifts, food, relatives, friends. But listen carefully tonight. Because the Tonight, God wants to share the word with you. You might think, what in the world has God got to say? Well, God's word is a very good word. He shared this word with us over 2,000 years ago. Look at what the Gospel of John says. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. Drop down to verse, verse 1, verse 14, that first chapter of John. The word came, the word became a human being, full of grace and truth, and lived among us. We saw his glory, the glory which he received, 
as the Father's only Son. Here we find the real meaning of Christmas. What, ama what an amazing moment on that night in Bethlehem when the Son of God became a man and was laying in a manger. The Word was sent Jesus so that mankind could be restored. Philippians, Paul writes, though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privilege. He took the humble position of a slave and was born a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. The eternal Son of God chose to immerse himself in our life, become one of us. So at this Christmas time, we celebrate the Word, Jesus. Many families tonight and tomorrow will read the portions of Scripture that Lynette has just read to you. But let's get a hold of the real message of Christmas. The real message is that He was the Word and He was with God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So the real message is that he came to live as a person, enduring the sufferings, the tragedies, the problems, the challenges, the hardships, and even death. He suffered rejection. Sometimes I wonder if we really grasp the reality of God becoming one of us and experiencing what we experience in life. God sent that word to share with us that through Jesus, he is with us. Matthew 1, 23, a virgin will become pregnant and have a son and he will be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. God wants us to know that he gave his word, Jesus Christ, so he could be with us. Through Jesus, God is with us when we're hurting and when we're sick. Through Jesus, God is with us in our hopeless situations. Through Jesus, God is with us when trouble knocks on our door. Through Jesus, God is with us when we've been rejected and ashamed. Through Jesus, God is with us when we're concerned about our family and our loved ones. Through Jesus, God is with us when we don't have enough time or enough finances to, to do everything we need. Through Jesus, God is with us. We are not alone. With God, all things are possible. When God is with us, then the impossible becomes possible. Whatever you're going through tonight, remember, God is with you through your Savior, Jesus Christ. Another part of that word 
that God shared with us on that night so long ago. Matthew 1, 21. And she will have a son, and you to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sin. That baby lying in that manger in Bethlehem came to suffer, endure the shame and the death on the cross to save us, mankind, from our sins. This is the real reason we celebrate this night. Let's take a journey and listen to the prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah 9, 6. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest upon his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We need to know that through the word, Jesus, that came and lived on this earth, he brought us God's peace. The question tonight is, on this Christmas, will you take time to listen to that word that God sent so long ago? If you've not received Jesus as your personal Savior, this is the time to receive that word that God sent to you. That's what Christmas is really all about. Jesus Christ, the word that came to us so long ago. He is not a babe in that manger any longer. He gave his life on the cross for our salvation. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue this powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.